Hey guys, welcome to OCD. This is Lou, and this is Shin. Together, we are the ordinary candid duo. Hello, guys. This is Lou, and this is Shin. So today we have a special guest, Gabriel. <laughs> All right.、Uh, hi, guys. My name is Keith, and、um, I'm from California by way of Cambodia. And I am on the MSc International Management Program with、uh, Xingyi and Lu. Hey, we're yeah, so excited! Welcome, to welcome, yeah,、uh, welcome to our channel. I'm so excited to be here. Honestly, I'm so、um, so honored to be the first guest, and we'll see how it goes. If it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. But I hope it's going to be good. I think it's definitely、really、going to be good. Yeah, it will、yeah. be good. So、uh, today we invited Keith for this special edition because we want to talk about our personality test. Using the Meyer Bridge Type Indicator, which known as MBTI Personality Test,、um, it's usually just like a test to see what kind of characteristic you are and personality you are,、uh, and how you use your perception and judgment, and that kind of like determines who you are some way. But you know, it's not really completely true, so、um, <laughs> we can, don't take too serious about it. But、um, but yeah, so. We're excited to share our personality results with you. So, Shinwei, how about you share your personality results with us? So yes,、um, so I just did my test last night, and I am actually ISFJ, so the defender type of personality. So INSJ actually stands for introverted, feeling, sensing, and judging. And from the description that I have, some typical strengths for INS. ISFJ type of personality is actually being good at listening, eager to serve, good at handling money, warm and affirming, and great organizational skills. But we did also comes with some possible weaknesses, such as neglecting their own needs. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Disliking change and also、um, taking criticism personally, and also having trouble with conflict. So that's a nutshell about、um, IS. ISFJ, which is my personality type. How about you, Lou? Do you want to like walk us through what did you get? Uh, so I got EIFJ, which is not surprising because I'm extroverted, and、uh, it says it's intuition and feeling and judging. So I'm actively sociable, enthusiastic,、um, very expressive, warm,、um, kind of like like to find potentials within other people. Um, and love group works, so I think it's very me in some ways. So, but、um, how about you, Keith? I know you're extrovert、yeah. as for sure. I know you're an E for sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so funny because、um, with these type of tests,、um, if you if you if you if you do the test and you kind of discuss it with your peers or、um, your friends that you've been around for a long time, you can kind of. Kind of see where they would fall on the spectrum, so、uh, it it's not a surprise to you guys actually that I'm I start with extroverted,、um, so I'm I'm typically a very very social person, and so、uh, so yeah my spectrum falls from ESFJ, so extroverted, sensing, feeling, and judging.、Um, I, I guess to elaborate further, the test did also say that、um, uh, people like me tend to be more、uh, empathetic. Uh, Warm-hearted and supportive,、um, and、uh, yeah, and I tend to be—I tend to derive most of my energy from being around people and being in a social setting.、Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, we're very similar, and I feel like that's very—that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that、um, with these type of tests, it's—I think—I think they're pretty good 
to take at least once oh, once a while, like, you know, um, when you're going through like a formative period. So like, you know, when you're going through going take a, when you're going through getting your degree or like going through some sort of change in your life to kind of see how your personality changes. Because mm-hmm. um, I've read a couple of studies where it said that uh, the more you're in tune with your personality and how you are and how you operate, the more you're self-aware. Mm-hmm. And obviously being self-aware is very, um, that's a very good thing to have um, because it can, it can kind of guide you as mm-hmm. you go on. Yeah. 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 But do you think, I don't know like, how do I feel about being with, um, among two extrovert people. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're an introvert. Yes, I am. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of bring the extrovert out of you sometimes though. It really depends. You know, it, it's it's interesting because like we what the, the what this test pretty much does is it kind of classifies you into specific boxes, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously, we know that you know humans are dynamic. We're cha- mm-hmm. we're ever, ever changing. So, um, I, obviously, that's one of the weaknesses of this test. But then again, like we like we established earlier, it's it's it, it offers you a good glimpse of like who you are and where mm-hmm. you stand in society. And mm-hmm. I think that one of the biggest strengths of this test is um. I, I, I follow this guideline of there's always room for self-improvement. Mm-hmm. So, and you can't really seek to improve yourself if you don't really know how you, you know, how you interact. How you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, That's yeah. So, um, yeah. with Xingyi being introverted, I, I mean, and for the people listening that don't know Xingyi personally, she's not just like some nerd sitting in the corner, just like playing with her fingers and swiping. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> not. Just like, just like totally like avoiding all terms, all, all forms of conversation. It's not like that. So. It's not, no. Do you think like ours, like based on your knowledge of us, like, you know, based on our past experience, like hanging out together, do you think our personality align with kind of with the test results? The test. With the test, yeah. You know, um, in terms of Yulu, I, I, I see it fits. But in terms of Xingui, I we've had this conversation before, but I, I really don't see, see Xingui as an introvert. And, yeah, I don't you know, know why, but... Yeah, I, I don't really see you as one because... I, I, then again, but then again, like, you know, it's... Um, we're often different when we're in a different environment. That's environment. Not, that's mm-hmm. not, like, our home environment because, yeah. like, we tend to kind of put on a face. Mm-hmm. to go out i'm not saying that you guys are two-faced or whatever but I mean, <laughs> that's the general thing about humans right so like yeah. we tend to change the personality when we go out or to suit this is a specific environment and so yeah um i i don't see shingui as an introvert personally but you know to each his own <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i just have to say that probably because um i feel like i'm quite fluid because um when it's time for me to I love the balance between like having my quiet time also going out. Right. So I guess um maybe the times that you see probably going out of like where we where we hang out together, it's a, yeah. a lot of fun stuff that we do. That's why you don't tend to think that I'm like extro I'm introverted. Yeah. So so yeah. So I guess it's just that's why um I agree with what you say that ABTI test is just a gauge, a simple gauge. So do not exactly. take every word for it. Yeah. That, like because mm-hmm. at some point we might change our. Like you, you may agree to a certain extent that you're an introvert, but you see like how Keith disagreed that I'm introverted because um the time when we hang out, the circumstances is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah, like the so, idea that Keith brought that like you know don't put yourself in that box, you know, kind of do some growth and let's put aside the test results. Let's talk about the topic that we wanted to talk <laughs> this for yeah. this episode, um in terms of asking for help. So a lot of people probably don't do that very often. So. 
um, I guess we want to like talk about like, you know, between three of us, like, what do you think of the whole idea of asking for help? Like in terms of like emotionally or work related or even potentially financially. So uh, do you want to share your like thoughts on this, Keith? Um, yeah. So in terms of asking for help, I feel like, I feel like I can speak on behalf of most people when I say that when you're asking for help, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position because mm -hmm. you, you're wanting to achieve something that is dependent on a specific, on another person, on an outcome mm -hmm. that you, you really don't have any control over. Um, so the nature, whole nature of asking for help is, I guess it's quite, it's quite unnerving in a sense, depending on what you're asking for, but in general, um, when you're asking for help on something, it's, it's quite, uh, it puts you in a vulnerable position, I would say. Um, but I don't, how would you guys feel about that? Um, to to me personally, I feel like, uh, like I spoke um, in the previous episode that I'm not typically a person who asks for help. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to like, you know, finances, and I, get, I, I guess it gets a bit um, sensitive, especially when it comes to finances. So um, even if, so if you were to ask me, what do I ask help most on? Like, even if I don't even ask that much of help, I think it will be from an emotional or like work-related perspective. Yeah. But um, I agree with you that like, I, that, that, that's one of the reasons why I don't really ask for help because I'm put in a vulnerable position and mm -hmm. I'm not too sure if I'm very comfortable with that. And especially when the outcome is de dependent on the other person as well. So yeah. yes, so my whole idea of asking for help, it's more for my emotional support and work-related, but rarely on financial. Like, how about you, Lou? Uh, me too. I feel like I don't, the whole financial thing is off the limit because I feel like that gets very sensitive. And um, most of my uh, ask for help are usually happen for work-related purpose. Um, not even emotional because I feel like I have always throughout the past years, I feel like I have always been the person who people ask help for in, in terms of like emotionally. So um, I don't... She's I, the but, mom in our group. <laughs> I think yeah. it really depends in terms of like who I would ask like the help for. So like, for example, if it's my close friends, I would ask more help for the emotional parts. But for other people, it's, it's more work-related help. So yeah, I, I agree yeah. with both of you guys. It's more put yourself in that vulnerable position and you know it can be kind of hard sometimes to ask for help yeah and I, I like what you brought up there just now Lou about um uh you know uh it really being about you know just you being in a state where you really don't know what's going to happen and so mm -hmm. and, and especially with stuff that's like I guess um high stress you can say like stuff like finance and emotions mm -hmm. um yeah. you kind of I think we as humans fight to try to stay in um, control of as many things as possible. And with those type of things, you know, a lot of the times you're not in control and it fluctuates. So um, it, it's quite difficult as a human, but um, I'll just chime in in terms of those specific subjects as well. Um, I guess I'm, uh, I'm, I'm different on, on each subject, just as you guys, but in terms of like um, emotional side and work-related stuff, I'm quite even. Um, I feel quite comfortable. Um, I don't know if it's due to me being extrovert um, to kind of just, you know, reach out to someone and say, hey, like, especially someone who I know that I have a deep connection with and be like, hey, like, uh, I'm, I'm going through some stuff. Can I, can I just run it by you and just, you know, um, have someone to talk to? Because 
in return, I would be that type of person who is totally open for that type of conversation should you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of stuff, like I said, with um, financial stuff and things, uh, it's high stress related. So um, it's you don't have a lot of control. So it makes you even feel even more vulnerable. So I totally get that. Yeah, I think yeah. that just brought like to our next kind of topic is like, do you guys think our personality test results where our just personalities play like a part in terms of asking for help like keith mentioned he's extroverted so like it's easier for like it could be a little bit easier for him to ask for help and reach out so what about you xingui um i guess i kind of agree to that because i agree to what you say that it depends on who i'm asking help with so Mm -hmm. me being an introverted according to the test so i think i tend to be more comfortable seeking for help from um from people who i'm close with so especially um people who are really close to me like they would tend to get more texts or like tend to get more calls from me from like updates so i guess um in that sense i i to a certain extent i guess it my personally plays a part in asking for help because um it depends on how comfortable am i disclosing myself to the other person or like exposing myself to the other person when i'm put in a vulnerable position so i yes so i guess yes Mm. what about you lou i think that yes i feel like i'm i feel the same as keith in terms of i feel like um it's easier for me to ask for help since i'm very extroverted person i feel comfortable about like exposing myself to other people but again you know back to the personality that i feel like i do uh are very i'm kind of sensible and I don't want to it depends on who I want to expose the information to and that's why I have different people that I turn to for different you know help to ask yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah I totally agree um I think uh, I'll, I'll bring another side to the to the conversation um it also play um, I guess the your personality type also um plays into your your weakness on your personality type also mm-hmm. plays into this whole nature of how comfortable you feel um, asking for help um, and how you because um you know your experience with specific outcomes can change your perception on asking for help and so one of the weaknesses actually with um my uh, my my personality traits I guess are um, it's been listed that I'm, I'm overly idealistic so. I'll tend since since I tend to operate in a very empathetic way, and I tend to see the best in people. Mm-hmm. If I put myself in a vulnerable position where I'll ask someone for advice, and their advice or their help is um, more on the negative spectrum, I guess, mm-hmm. um, then I'll be I'll be more I'll be very emotional about it, and that's another. Um, that's another weakness of my personality trait is that I'm quite sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it also, and I would say that benefit of the doubt, it all kind of stems from me trying to see the best in everything. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when things don't turn out my way, because I, I, I guess it's, I guess you can kind of say like, it's kind of self-centered in a way because if things don't turn out my way, because I have this preconceived notion that my way is the right way, because I'm my way a, or highway yeah right? because i'm such a self-proclaimed good person according to this test um then i i get i get in my feelings about it and that's not cool so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think continue on this topic so uh based on your past experiences what do you think is the hardest thing to ask for help on how about you Shui? um i think i guess i spoke um a bit on it it's um I, 
if I were to compare between emotional help or like work related help, of course it's emotional help because I feel like um, I I think I tend to be about a bit more careful about how I want how much I share with other people. So I'm uh, I tend to pick and like choose and hope that my choice is correct to the right people that I cho- choose to divulge my information to. So comparatively, I would say emotional support it's um more difficult for me. Because, I mean, work-related stuff, we, sometimes you can just Google and sometimes the answer is just right there. And you just need some reminder from your friend and, and be like, hey, please look at this up, look this up, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I guess emotional help is more difficult and takes longer time because I feel like it, it, it takes time to build that kind of relationship and the level of trust. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so over time, I think, um, like, you know, when we started off, we have like tens of friends and now we have like a handful I'm not too sure about you guys that you know like you can click and be really like vulnerable or like completely open about so mm-hmm. yes I guess emotional support is the hardest thing to help to ask help on from me personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree no I, to- I totally agree because I feel like it's it's easy to ask for help in terms of like work related because you're just like okay yeah like could you help me with like you know finding this research or something like you know that's totally easy but I feel like in terms of emotional it's just harder because a relationship takes time and uh, trust is hard to build and it's hard to expose you know your true self to somebody who like you only know for like one day <laughs> you know comparably like you you're more comfortable sharing information or ask for help uh, like the emotional support from somebody who you know like for quite a while so yeah yeah yeah, but actually that brings up, it's quite funny because, you know, sometimes people tend to share more with people whom they don't know. So it's like, you know, I wouldn't oh, be. Yeah, yeah. so it's actually, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, when you're traveling and you just met some strangers on the street or like he or she is just like sitting by the side of the table and just strike up a conversation because I feel like there is no pressure when it comes to like conversation like this art. Mm-hmm. And you know that this is a kind of relationship which is going to be happening like there and then like there will be no strings strings attached so i guess it really depends on the situation yeah i feel like like i don't know keith like how about you like because i feel like for me because i think our test results kind of similar because i feel like for me sometimes because i care about so much about somebody like the people around me that i care about that i don't want to like ask for help for emotional support because i'm in like a very negative stage and i don't want to pass on my negative energy to the people i care about and that's sometimes like it's hard for me to ask for help because I don't want to just like word vomit and then just impact like you know unpack all my negative <laughs> emotions to my yeah. friends. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say I, I just wrote I just scribbled out a note while you guys were talking and you know you were bringing up this wor- work related help versus um, uh, emotional help and um, I kind of put another umbrella term for emotional because um. <clears throat> uh, I, I kind of scribble down the word well-being help. So help in terms of your well-being because mm-hmm. well-being can be a, a multitude of different things, not just emotional. It can be stuff like we talk about finance, um, emotional stuff, um, you know, health stuff and everything. So yeah, I guess I guess in general, we're more, um, I guess, le- we're less inclined to ask for help in regards to our well- overall well-being. Um, and I think in terms of asking for help, it, there's like a depth, that you can go to with specific mm-hmm. people and i think that it is better for you if you are seeking help for you to go to someone who um you have a stronger connection with um because <clears throat> you're already putting yourself out there 
And one of the biggest things for humans, I would say, um, just speaking from my point of view, is that um, you know we don't we don't like to we don't like to feel belittled, and we don't like to feel insecure. And there is a possibility of that happening if you're asking for help from someone who, I guess, your your um, your you haven't been through a lot with yet, and you guys aren't on the same spectrum in terms of experiences and stuff. So yeah, definitely. Um, if you are looking for help, don't just base it upon, you know, oh, I'm extroverted, I can go help ask anyone, or I'm introverted, I need to keep it in. Mm -hmm. um, base it more upon the individual that you are looking for help. But definitely, I would say, even if you're introverted and you are you are less likely to put yourself out there and ask for help, try because the world is too difficult already to live in. And if you're going through, all, going through these struggles by yourself, then... It's, it's really not worth it. Just share it with someone and see how it goes. I think like more in details, like I guess the next question is like our last question, which is, are there any incidents like where other people's perceptions of your personalities, like where just what you believe other people's perception of your personality stopped you from asking for their help? This is like a very detailed question, but like, are there any incidents like this happened to you, Xingwei, before? Yeah, I guess um, I shared before that I don't normally ask for help. I guess it's also because of the accumulated experience that I have. Like, I remember um, when I was younger, I was, when I first started like an internship, I was just told that, hey, your boss is very busy. Please don't ask stupid questions. And I'm just like, um, I, I'm new, I'm young. I just, I, I only finished like a few years of studies and I do not really understand what do you mean by stupid questions. And because, you know, all this while in school, we are being nurtured and we are being like, you know, in a very comfortable position of like, you know, no questions is stupid, which I totally agree. Like, this is my personal mantra that no question is stupid. And you know, when you're thrown into that position and some people of authority, especially, came to tell you that, hey, your boss is really busy, like, you know, um, so just don't try to ask like stupid questions. But, you know, in another way that, I guess in retrospect, I wish, I, I wish he or she would have told me that, hey, you know, like, be proactive and like, you know, try to solve your own problem first before you go to someone, go to your boss because, you know, like, you know, their time is valuable. There might be more important things that they need to deal with. So I guess it really depends on the way they, they say it. And I, I guess that kind of plays a role into why I kind of do, are not very comfortable yeah. um, seeking for help because I was so ready so excited to like you know start new things and then there you go like someone shot me down and be like hey do not ask stupid questions mm. so yeah so i guess um and that i guess also in a workplace related um experience i guess um in certain industry than the others the perception of your personality and why you ask for help will will, will shape um how other people see you i'm not too sure if that come up correct but what i'm trying to say is that if you tend to like you know the if you were to ask more questions or um like you know be put yourself out there and be in a vulnerable position more you tend to be um seen as someone as more incompetent i'm not too sure if you guys um, have experienced that oh yeah that, yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I feel that yeah i've had experience like that so i had my previous internship i feel like because I have been in that position for quite long. So it's hard for me to um, ask for help, you know, from other people, but just more like as like a leader role for like the whole team. 
which is which can be hard because sometimes I'm confused about some of the new things or like some of the other stuff that I haven't encountered with and um, it's really hard <laughs> but I think more for me is that my it's more like emotional level like the well-being kind of support because I feel like I've always been the person who um, other people can rely on in terms of talking about their like asking for their, like help from me and I tend to feel bad to like ask other people's help like you know because I feel like I should be the one who's okay who's like you know uh, yeah. stay strong for everyone and you know support everyone but yeah it can be hard sometimes to ask help in terms of that way but how about you Keith? Any well in terms of like personal like um, experiences or incidences yeah um when i was working in my last job um it was it was quite high stress because um i i, I the way the way that the company that i worked for worked is that all new entrants um you kind of learn the ropes of each department of the organization and you're you go through this experimental experimental experiential period where you kind of um do work for each department and see you know, and you you review it with your hr manager and you see where you fit best and then you are a lot you're you're um, a lot of that that position when when your period is over right mm -hmm. so um I, I did a lot of things from sales from marketing from accounting and stuff like that and a lot of for for the stuff that I'm naturally good at in terms of like so sales and marketing, I, I didn't have trouble. But one but it, but one thing that I did have trouble with a lot was in the in the finance department, and actually my experience there actually made me uh, come to terms with the fact that it's okay to ask because um, I I came from that experience um, realizing that when I need to ask a question. I ask it because I generally don't know. And mm -hmm. if you are so swept up in not wanting to answer my question, fine, that's your loss. I'll go, I'll go get the answer from someone else. And that's and I'll never kind of put myself in a position where, oh yeah, what I did ask was kind of stupid. No, because I'm asking it because I generally don't know. And you know, if you think that it's stupid, that I'm sorry that you think it's stupid, but I generally don't know and I do need to be educated on it. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it's my personality or um, just the way my 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 job position was that I, I when I needed help I had to get it, but it kind of formulated this thought process in me where it's like yeah if I need to ask for help I will ask for help I, I don't really I don't really care if uh, the person I'm asking is going to give me a positive response or not you know mm -hmm. yeah because yeah, so. just to add on to that because I had to clarify a bit like in, in case anyone thinks that oh my god she means really had it bad during her internships but, <laughs> <laughs> but I do learn a lot because um, I remember there's one incident where I have to like look for this um, special report and I actually don't have access to that since I'm just an intern so I'm a summer analyst at that time so and mm -hmm. then because I was so scared to be like why do you always ask so many questions you know how i was just talking about like you know how other people will view me as like incompetent and stuff like that yeah and then so i ended up sending um my manager like another manager a subpar report just because i didn't have access to that report and i didn't want to ask my direct manager for it and so and little did i know that that a manager whom i submitted that report to she actually got back to my manager and said, like, hey, like, can you provide me with that, the same report? Then, oh. then of course, it got back to me. And 
I guess I was just very taken aback because um, I wouldn't want to say inexperienced and young, but I was just, during my internship, I was just um, having, um, a, a, trying to get a balance between when and where is a good time to ask a question and what kind of question to be asked. Yeah. And in that circumstances, I let my heart overtake whatever that I'm supposed to do. So, mm-hmm. Because I'm so afraid that how people will view me as incompetent. So it kind of like result in my subpar work. Yeah. So in, in retrospect, I would have just be like, hey, I really need to get the access to that report. Like, do you mind I getting it? Do, do you mind sending me, sending me that? Like, it, it will just take you a few minutes. So I was so afraid to ask that simple question. Yeah. And you, you see, like, you see, it, it all pan out, like, um, that I, I didn't actually have to, I, I ended up submitting a subpar report. Yeah. So I guess it's mm-hmm. it's something that like we all at least for people who are introverted like me that sometimes you know like what keeps it sometimes you just have to do what you got to do like yeah. you know yeah. just ask and you get it because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and sometimes you just have to not mind so much of how other people view you because especially when I was an intern it's like you you're not even sure if you're gonna be there all the time exactly. and they know you for like ten months and th- not ten months but like ten weeks. So th- their perception of you will just be based on that 10 weeks of knowing you and not mm-hmm. knowing you for your whole life. So if they, it's up to them if they want to evaluate or get to know you more as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think and, so, yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can I, can I just make a point really quick before yeah. I forget it? I'm in, okay, in terms of internships, I've been an intern before. Let me tell you guys, anyone out there who's going to be an intern or is already an intern and is experiencing the same thing that Shingui is talking about, you have to remember that as an intern, you're not even given the same benefits as full-time employees. You're hardly paid. If you're even paid, I've been an intern where I haven't even been paid. I've been, I've actually paid and spent my own money to actually go to that job and intern, you know, um, you're not even given the same benefits. You don't have insurance, you know, you don't have all the, all these things and you're, you're given all of these mundane tasks to do that no one else wants to do just because you're an intern. So I can say that in that circumstance, do not feel afraid to ask for help because you're not even given the same benefits as a full-time employee. So you might as well just go ahead and ask for help. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so, so that's, that's true. Why, yeah. I mean, sometimes I was more extroverted. I'd be like, hey, that's nothing to lose. I'm just going to ask. Exactly. You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, the trade-off for you in being an intern is for you to gain experience right mm-hmm. so That's they should already know that oh she's an intern she's an intern he's mm-hmm. here for experience he she, she's here for experience right mm-hmm. and also one more point i wanted to say is that to the viewers that are listening um that aren't in a professional environment yet they're still in school um it, 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 the same the same philosophy goes for asking for help in class mm-hmm. um you know but i i've i've realized growing up that if you have a question, there's a high chance that someone else has that same question. So yeah. don't feel afraid to ask because, you know, there may be another person who's even more shy or introverted who's dying to ask that question and then you ask it and then they're like, yes, okay, cool, right? So yes, Literally so me, every time. <laughs> literally every time. Don't you guys notice? Like, I always just like, yeah. literally ask the stupidest question in class and then everyone's <laughs> laughing at me, but I don't care because... But, you know... You know, the people who are laughing at you, most likely they're also typing that stuff down too. Like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Like when Lou asked that question, I remember there's one time that I'm like, thanks Lou for asking that question. Because I'm like, <laughs> I actually wanted to ask that question. And yeah. if I were, yeah, and if I were to ask a question, I would be like, hey Lou, should I ask that question? Like, you know, do you think it's a And I'll just question? be like, raise my hand. 
Hey, yes. excuse me, I have this question. And see, that's that's a good um, that's a good thing to point out actually. So like, if you're in an environment where you have someone who is you you can kind of count on, I guess, mm-hmm. or a friend. Um, if you are, if you're dying to ask a question, but you are so terribly scared or shy, maybe you can pass it on to them and see if, you know, yeah, they can definitely. help you out with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another way of asking for help. Yeah, Whoa! exactly. You still Whoa! put yourself out there, you know? Yeah, mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> small yeah. skill of asking for help, right? Yeah, um, okay. Skills. So I think we're going to wrap up this fun session today. And um, I think we're going to end up with some takeaways. So I'm going to start with my one takeaway from this whole session, uh, which is I think it's okay to ask for help uh, despite the outcome, because honestly, you're not going to lose your hand. You're not going to lose your toe from asking just for help. Okay. So it doesn't matter if it's emotionally or work related, just speak for yourself or just do what, Keith mentioned earlier, you know, ask for somebody else to pass on the question. So if you're not comfortable with like asking directly. So how about you, Xinhui? What's your takeaway for today? I guess um, it's that sometimes you just have to do it. You just have to do what you're going to do. And you see how, um, although I got my personality test is that I'm ISFJ. So you see, there are some circumstances that where I'm required to be an introvert, uh, an extrovert. So yeah, so do, don't take um, your personality test that seriously because sometimes it, I think it's more important that you adapt to your situation and circumstances that you're put in. Yeah. So I guess that's my takeaway. So yeah, introvert can have very extroverted moments as well, like Keith experience with me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure. so we'll yeah. save the best for last. So Keith, let our viewers know about <laughs> like your takeaway, your tip. Well, okay, so we've discussed the Myers-Briggs test indicator, right? So, um, you know, once again, we said it already. Um, Definitely, if you have the chance to do it, I can assure you when you you enter an organization, most likely if you have a pretty decent HR department, you will end up taking it anyway. So if you, before you are entering a new position, maybe take it to see how, before you enter a new job, like how you'll change or whatever, you know what I mean? Because honestly, with this day and age, this is a very, very common tool to use in human resources to develop um, employee capabilities. Um, because there is science, there is study that shows that, you know, once you know, once you are more self-aware, you're able to develop yourself more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, don't take, don't put yourself in a box. Yeah. So there's this actually this um, very famous um, professor out there. Um, she's a researcher. Um, her name is Brene Brown. She has a special on Netflix. She has really uh, like well viewed videos on YouTube, and she spends her career researching this idea of vulnerability. And um, it's really important because she's did she's deduced from her research that the people who go on to become very successful in life are the people who aren't afraid to put themselves out there and be in a vulnerable position because when they do that they're able to self-reflect and they're able to become more aware of themselves and i think that from what i've come across in terms of her research and what i've read is kind of shaped what i've tried to input into this talk today is that uh, i want to challenge people out there to be you know not be afraid to be vulnerable and because being vulnerable leads you to self-awareness and when you're self-aware you're able to open up to the world and in return the world will open up to you as well so yeah that's my wise word wise word snap snap <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and also, i think just to wrap up i guess um i just want to point out because lou you mentioned that you know sometimes you get tired of being the 
adopted figure, mm-hmm. that per- the go-to person for everyone. So I'm pretty sure lit- listeners out there would relate to you as well. So mm-hmm. I would w- just want to say that, you know, life is a cycle. So you take turns being that someone for people. Mm-hmm. So even, so I think it's a blessing if you get the chance to be that someone for, for other people as well. So mm-hmm. I, I guess if someone just come up to you and be like, hey, can you help with me? Like, you know, can you help me with this or this kind of thing? Just be nice and, you know, because I mean, the fact that they've already put themselves out there is not easy. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I don't see there's any point that will hurt you if you just be nice and just respond to their requests and just be nice about it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, just just remember that you know life goes in circles. So what you what you give is what you get. So exactly. Yeah. Adding on that is that it's also okay sometimes if you have a lot of requests for help, and it's like you can't overwork yourself. It's okay to say sometimes be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like you know, I won't be able to help because I'm, you know, I'm too busy or I have some other commitments. That's that's do. really so important too. It's yeah. it's important to say no. Like it's not easy. It's not easy to ask for help, and it's also not easy to say no. Okay, so to decline um, help. <laughs> yes, I know decline yeah. the you know the request <laughs> for help. So yeah, but you know, no matter what you do, just follow your heart and just you know do whatever you think is right, and don't be afraid to put yeah. yourself out there. So. For sure. Yeah, Chiwa, yeah. Do you want to end our session with your phrase? Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys find this episode helpful because, um, yeah, it, it's definitely a very interesting conversation, at least for the three of us as well. So I hope you guys find it enlightening. Um, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, stay healthy. Yes, Bye. and big shout out to Keith. Bye. Thank, Bye. You. thank you. Thanks, Keith. Bye.